0: And I. Hello and welcome back to the Diablo Show. This is Season 2, Episode 8 of the Diablo Show. And as you know, these are eight episodes Seasons, as I've mentioned a number of times before. That means this will end Season 2, which is just about perfect since they ended Phase 2 of the Beta, the open Beta portion of the Beta weekends that went back to back. And that seems about perfect time for me to just weigh in with a couple of thoughts and then share a bunch of your thoughts and respond to them today uh, for today's episode, because, um, boy, howdy, am I excited? So real quick note here, in the future, there will be more episodes dedicated or at least partially dedicated to some lore, some characters some background on some of the races and some of the, the names that you've heard in the beta and, and you know, in previous games, things that we're looking forward to showing up in four, potentially, like we've done before. So don't don't go thinking we're done with those. We're not done with those, all right? or well, whatever the opposite of done is, which I guess is not done. All right, let me get my thoughts out early here on uh, the open beta, which I did not play as much of as I did the previous closed beta from the week before. Uh, the open beta, of course, for everyone And the beta the weekend before was for people who had pre-ordered the game and or bought a double down when they went to KFC which is still kind of weird if you think about it. I will jump straight to my impressions and hot takes of the Necromancer, a character class that was added to this game from the get-go, or, or at least it was announced pretty early that it would be part of the initial launch of the game, which has not been true in the past. The Necromancer came uh, by way of expansion in Diablo 2 and by way of $10 add-on in Diablo 3. And the Necromancer to this day is my favorite class in the history of the franchise. I loved the Necromancer in two, although he's a little derpy now. If you go look at some images of that guy, I don't think he's as cool as he used to be. But anyway, whatever. That was the 90s, or I guess early 2000s. Anyway, the Necro is back and better than ever. In fact... I'm here to say I think they have perfected the Necro. We have Perfecto the Necro going on in Diablo 4. He's very powerful. Uh, Corpses explode. It's all the things you expect from from the character or from the class. But where I think they're really getting it right is uh, kind of look, feel, and tone. I, I talk about this a lot on the show and how much it matters to me that Diablo 4 dives deep into its darker tendencies and the Necro is definitely a Necromancer to not be reckoned with. No, to be reckoned with. That's what I meant to say. He's scary. He or she, I guess. You can go either way there. Um, great character customization in the character creator. More, I, I feel like there's more going on there than some of the other classes. They're all kind of equal, but I don't know. There's something about making a Necro that that felt real good. And uh, of course, gameplay is, is awesome. I only really have one complaint about Necromancers, and I've had it ever since the the dude entered the the series. And that is the corpses that are left on the ground from the stuff you kill, I think are just a little too big and obvious. I kind of wish they were more, I don't know, you know, I take down five goat men. It would be nice if there weren't five perfect little lumps of meat now on the ground that highlight when I mouse over them or aim toward them with a controller. Like they just are so game, video gamey. It's like, hey, remember that thing you just killed? Well, look at this big old hunk of corpse that left here. So that means you can raise a skeleton out of it. Oh, you don't need skeletons? Cool. How about you just want to explode it or various other effects that can happen? And I kind of just wish this isn't, again, not a Diablo 4 problem. It's a Diablo problem. They all do this. They want to make sure you, the player of the necromancer, don't miss the fact that there are bodies on the ground. And so these nondescript hunks of zombie flesh lay there where there used to be uh, enemies and I don't. I don't know if this is true. I guess I never played with a necromancer where I wasn't the necro in the group. But in three, I'm pretty sure nobody else sees those lumps except you. And maybe that's still true here. I just don't need it to be so obvious. Just like a little, like a little, uh, you know, jib or gib, whatever they called them back in in the quake days, just a little one that lay in there. You don't need to give me, you know, the things neck down to crotch torso for me to go, oh, I guess there's a body there that I can now interact with. It's a small thing. It's not the end of the world. I will get over it, but it's there nonetheless. Let me talk about the Druid for a second. Um, I played way more Necro and uh, that's because Necromancer is my jam. That will be my main character when I start in June. However, I uh, needed to play the Druid so I could talk about it. And the Druid, just like from Diablo 2, the Druid is probably not my jam. There's a lot to like about him, him or her, but I don't Think that'll be the character I spend most of my time with, maybe an alt down the road. I don't know a lot of people complain that the that the druid is not very uh powerful in the beta like he he's it took forever to kill bosses and was in a lot more trouble more often on the higher of the two difficulties we were given in the beta, and I think that that's true that's how it felt. I do like how they look and I like what they do i just he just felt kind of limp and couldn't get stuff done in the way that other classes get stuff done in the game. I've heard similar complaints about the barbarian, although I have hardly touched barbarian, so I, I'm not here. I can't give you a good a good take on that. And there are plenty of other takes on that out there you can listen to. But I thought the Druid just seemed a little bit, I guess, undertuned, really, because at the end of the day, what would it take? It'd just take them tuning him, getting him, you know, more on par with other characters. Part of the problem too is the sorcerer is so overpowered. It's insane how OP that that class is. And it makes everything else look like they're really slow at killing anything. I thought I had a much better time though with the Necro. Um, but the Druid, eh, it wasn't my thing in D2. It's probably not going to be my thing in D4. The, the fantasy of it just isn't as interesting to me as the Necromancer or the Sorcerer. Those are the kind of the two that I'm aiming at. I tend to go with the magic classes and I know the Druid is magic, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And as far as melee goes, I'm, I'm more inclined to see what they end up doing to beef up the rogue or or maybe even finally seriously play a barbarian or maybe down the road they introduce a crusader or a paladin or something like they did in previous games because you know they're not going to be done here this isn't the these aren't the only classes you're going to get they're going to have more i don't know how we'll pay for them will they be full-blown expansions will they be character packs something altogether different i don't, I don't know we don't know a lot of that and they have been kind of dancing around how that's going to work so you'll have to wait and see on the tech angle, I thought things seemed a little smoother and less hitchy this weekend versus the weekend before. I don't know what changes they made, but I noticed less rubber banding. There was still some, but I, I, I just seemed like it was less overall, that feeling of trying to enter the city or go into a zone you're not quite loaded into yet, and it kind of pulls you back like a rubber band, for those not in the know. It was still there, but not nearly as as pronounced. I thought the cues were better. They seemed faster. And I also felt like combat in general just felt a little more balanced, but maybe that's because I spent the, you know, most of my time that I spent in the second weekend with the necro and everything just felt good because necromancers make the world feel better. Okay. So I think that's what's going on there. Look, I could talk to you all day about my impressions, but here's what I did. I ended early. I had a whole day to play it and I played a couple of hours and went, you know what? I already know I'm in. I'm all in, especially this Necro. It feels exactly right. I don't want to see more of this character's progression until this game is out and I can play it whenever I want as often as I want and there's no wipes. That's when I'm going to do it. So I put my mouse down and I sat up and I said, well, that's enough Diablo 4 beta for me. I know a lot of people went on to, you know, make uh, level 25 fully decked out characters for each of the classes and that's that's how they ended the beta i say hats off to them i can't do that in a beta of any video game it's just really hard for me to want to to do that because i want to save it man i want to savor it save it and savor it for when the time is right all right we're going to spend the rest of today's show listening to what you have to say and there are lots of thoughts out there. So let's get this thing started. D4 Hot Take. The game isn't that great. Like, we could have three XD3 expansions by now instead. I hope the long-term plan works out and doesn't lead to another decade between Diablo games. Okay, I've heard this from a few people who play it and feel like they played Diablo 3 with a slightly better engine, um, tweaks to the skill system, this sort of stuff. I disagree with that. I think it's way too... Uh, easy of a take or it's too unnuanced it's a little black and white for my taste I think the game is full of things that are different uh, kind of across the board and you don't build a game that is uh, you know I don't think it behooves blizzard to make a game that is too much like the previous game um, the leap that was three over two was an obvious one because we were talking about generational jumps there multi-generational jumps from 2000. To two thousand and twelve um, we had come a long way in those twelve years. The amount of leap we've made since two thousand twelve is not as significant. we're at the top of that curve graphically gameplay wise like we're not we're not in extra special territory or anything so so I could see one doing that, but that's true of pretty much all games shooters uh, action adventure games uh whatever go back to 2012 and look at today and you're going to see incremental changes to the overall experience and not massive 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 leaps but if you go back and look at any game in 99 or 2000 and then jump ahead 12 years to 2012 you're going to see enormous leaps in every aspect of that game or in its sequel so anyway i don't think it's fair to look at those through the same lens this this person who sent this text didn't do that so i'm I'm not i'm not trying to apply what they didn't say but um this feeling that what you're playing is just like not that much different than three so why didn't they just make more expansions to three and push the thing forward um there's a lot of answers to that there's a lot of ways this this could go and i look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about it but i will say one thing that is clear here that was not clear in diablo 3 Diablo 3 had a nice engine, especially for the the combat part of it, and when you're zoomed out, everything looks fine. When you zoom in on those characters, they look like papier-mâché garbage. They look bad, all right? Low poly, low texture, uh, resolution, all that stuff. They would have to have done a complete overhaul of all of that to cue in on the thing that people love now the most, which is customization, buying new skins, applying those skins, showing it off to your friends, beating a boss that drops some rare helmet. Now you got that helmet. Now you want to show that helmet off. You needed to take it. You needed to make an engine that showed that stuff off in high fidelity ways that you just weren't doing back in 2012 that you weren't doing 11 years ago. And I think that's crucial to the long tail of this game. So uh, a uh, well, I mean, is it, is it impossible to think they could have worked up to that, like slowly tweaked the engine and made it better and better? Sure. I suppose so. There was an expansion for three. They got canceled last minute. That pisses me off to this day. I really wanted to see what that game was. I feel like the Necro was probably part of that expansion, and that's why they released it as a standalone $10 upgrade. Um, there's a lot of that story we don't know, so some of this is just assumptions here, but could they have made Diablo Three more of a game of a, as a service and really leaned into that? Absolutely, they could have. Anybody could have done that, right? But they're going to sell a hell of a lot of these for seventy pop bucks a, bucks a pop, seventy pops a, a, a jump. What am I trying to say? Seventy bucks a pop, uh, plus if you're getting the other the other editions, and the potential of end game uh, revenue in the form of battle passes and, uh, you know, store stuff, skins and whatnot. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you have four, you know, you do a part four and a lot of other things happen along with that. You get to reset story. You get to reset character, place, time, 33 years, uh, you know, 33 years into the future, uh, since, since Diablo three. I mean, all of those things get to happen in a way that's a little bit I don't know. It makes more sense to have a proper game, a proper numbered game. Now, moving forward, this game is easily a 10 year plus. I'd be i even say they're aiming for more of this, but I think it's a 10 to 15 year game. Um, I think that's how far out they want to see it go. You know, it's not quite the same as how far out they saw World of Warcraft, probably, because that shows no sign of going anywhere. And we're almost 20 years on that now. 2024 will be the 20th year of the retail release. And I think that's what they're aiming for with Diablo. And I think this level of fidelity will get them there. So I get what you're saying. I don't want to discount it. But I don't think it's as simple as you think. Hello, here is a small opinion on the open beta. It just made me happy that the sound of looting and using a potion is the exact same. Everything is all shiny and new, but the old-school sound of chugging a potion made me feel at home. Thank you, and may the light preserve us. Yeah, may the light preserve us indeed. Although I'm not so sure. Uh, yeah, I like that too. The the, the consistency between Diablo uh, 1, 2, 3, and now 4, those threads, usually in the form of audio, uh, are great. The sound of that flipping sound when you take a piece of gear out of your bag and drop it to the ground, it does that whole whatever sound it makes and then clatters to the ground that's still in there the sound of drinking a potion is still in there those things are i think crucial to keep the nostal the vein of nostalgia running through them all you know so players like us hear that and we go oh yeah it's like being at home because i know this i know this sound much of it has changed you know the the old diablo 2 portals sound very different than they did in three and the ones difference between this and three are a little bit different too but there's some stuff that was introduced in three i noticed some sound effects that carry over into four like when you would destroy a whole bunch of crap around you and get like a little mini achievement for it a lot of that stuff is very similar so i think they're even doing a bit of that where they're saying hey some of the sound work in three we ought to carry that forward into four but Yeah, chugging a health potion, that sound effect has never, never waned. It has always been perfect. And to carry it forward would be the only right thing to do. (laughs) So I'm with you. And also, Grateful Blizzard decided to do it. How hard do you think early endgame for D4 will be? The early endgame of D3 still haunts me all these years later, and I think scared a lot of people off initially, myself included. I'm not sure what that means. Early endgame... Is it that back then you were replaying the ter- you were just doing new torment levels of replaying the story, and eventually when they introduced Loot 2.0, they also introduced Adventure Mode, and Adventure Mode in Three was a big more of an open world go go at it like you want, and you know felt less repetitive as a result. Although I would I would argue in the long term it felt kind of repetitive, but. But, but yeah, I, I much preferred, especially for second runs, second, third runs, and also seasonal characters, I much prefer playing it that way than I did doing the story over again. I think I went back into the story three separate times overall. I'm sorry, it would have been four because I did it twice during the game when that's all you could do. And then twice later, just because I wanted to go revisit it and watch the story again. And I enjoyed doing that, but I liked having the option. I liked being able to well, for that matter, I like being able to switch back and forth at will if I wanted to. I don't think they're going to do that this time. I don't think you're going to be like, hey, if you want to do the next set of torment levels uh, with your same character, uh, get ready to play that story again, just on a higher level. I don't think we do that anymore. That is an old way that adventure mode in a lot of ways fixed. I, my my perspective is, and from what they've said, it seems like this is right, but the overworld content, like everybody getting together for world bosses, and even um, an adventure mode like hunk of content for waiting for players at max level, I think is not only going to happen, it must happen. To do anything else would be really, really dumb on their part, because if you want me grinding at that end game, you got to give me reasons to do it, and replaying story over and over and over is not it. It's too linear. But sending me to a bunch of randomly generated content, like dungeons, as, as currently implemented, it's hard to say how much those are going to factor. But those dungeons are cool. Um, you know, open world content, multiplayer and, and solo, that kind of stuff will keep me coming back and keep me pushing for higher levels, higher achievements, and so on. So, sadly, I don't have the, a perfect answer for you, but here's what I'm I'm willing to promise, and I feel pretty good about this. I am willing to bet and promise you that there will not be endgame like Diablo uh, 3 did in its launch state, in that you don't have to do that story over and over and over again. 2 is the same way. And that was acceptable back in 2001, or whatever it was, 2000, 2001. It ain't acceptable now. We've come farther than that. Hi, Scott! I played the D4 beta that just ended and loved it. But I'm getting increasingly nervous about small topics. The first thing I tried to change when I logged in was to move my chat to the left side. I played WoW for 15 years with the chat on the left. Why is it on the right? Class balance is one thing, but there are other minor details that I'm stunned weren't implemented in this game that's been in development for so long now. Also, I've seen a lot of people talk about WASD movement. Your thoughts? Oh man, well that was an excitable text you sent in. Uh, left side chat, or based, you know, where you've had it in World of Warcraft always on the left, right, left bottom, and now it's moved uh, in a different game. I don't know that that... When you first said that, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like, he's right, I can't believe... It. Like, it doesn't bother me. However, some people are really picky about where their UI is, especially in games they spend a lot of time in. And it is entirely possible that the game will allow for some UI customization after launch. I don't have anything to base that on other than it seems like a thing Blizzard might add. Some kind of customization. Because again, they're looking at the very long term of this game, not the short term. This is another reason why people say, I think the UI is a little uglier in the new game or a little more basic than it was in 3. And I agree with them. However, I think there's a method to that madness. I think the simplification of what appears to be a lot of vector-based UI elements and art, uh, that usually means they want that to be extendable or movable or changeable. And so I have a feeling you're gonna get your wish, but I, I again this is me pulling it completely out of the sky. I don't actually have any kind of confirmation on that. Um so so sorry for now. You're gonna to have to deal with where your chat window is. <laughs> but maybe, just maybe around the around the the bend you'll get to change it. Or you'll get so used to it in Diablo that you'll just go over to Wow, and that's very it has a very extendable um UI system now. So just go in there and move that chat to where it is in Diablo. And now you're, now you're, you're golden again. See, we've come full circle. Um, you mentioned other minor, minor details that are hanging you up, but you didn't specify what they were. I'd be very curious what you mean about other quote unquote minor details that you're concerned about in the game. Um, I didn't walk, I didn't walk away with too much of that. I I came away going, yeah, I like this. I like that. Like I, I mean, admittedly, it's my favorite game series of all time, but there's I just didn't find a lot to scoff at or have a problem with. It just all kind of ran the way I wanted, where I wanted it, how it did it, like, I just didn't have any issues. And, um, you know, things like memory leaks and stuff, I ended up not being uh, having a problem with. I know a lot of people did. I don't want to minimize that. I really hope they get that stuff worked out before launch, especially for PC users. On the console, I don't know if that was even an issue or not, but... I heard some people t- saying that the console version on our Discord, they were saying the console version had some strange things that during cutscenes where stuff would load late, like a character that was important to the cutscene would load in after their dialogue was done. So, you know, it's a beta, there's issues, but these are some of the things I hope that they have uh, worked out by the time it launched. But my experience was like, this felt like a finished polished game to me. And it's always been true that most of Blizzard's games tend to be in better shape in beta form than a lot of games are in their full-released retail form, and that felt felt true here. As to WASD movement, um, sure, why not? I mean, the game already supports controller. A controller is basically mimicking what you would do with, with your WASD movement anyway. Sort of. Not really, but kind of, you know. There's no reason why they couldn't put that in. I I don't know how many people are clamoring for it, but I could see it being a thing. And um, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I did settle. So I don't know if I said this last week. Maybe I did. But I I think I'm going to settle on controller across the board because even though I was playing on PC, I think controller support there is excellent as implemented. Really, really good. No issues, no problems. And I'm stutter-stepping like a wild man. But the nice thing is when I do get the second copy of the game for my Series X... It will uh, let me go from couch to desktop without having to remind myself what I'm doing with a controller or what I'm doing with a keyboard and mouse. It'll just be unified. And since it's cross-progression and cross-save, all of that stuff uh, works real well. So, So yeah, controller boy this time around. That's where I'm going. Will you? Hi, Scott. My impressions of Diablo are good ones. Overall, I enjoyed the story, the look, and the characters I've met along the way. As far as classes, I only played to the Sorcerer and the Druid. I really enjoyed the Sorcerer. I loved laying down the Hydra and then blasting everything with lightning and I felt like I wasn't really a glass cannon after the first maybe five levels. The Druid on the other hand I really tried to like, but I didn't really like how they managed the spirit where you have to attack people for it to build back up again. I just feel like that limited the way you play the Druid and it made difficult to effectively attack bosses or enemies that did a lot of damage close up as you were out of range spells fairly quick. Maybe I'm just not a good melee fighter, but I died way more as a druid on things that I had no problem with as a sorcerer. Kinlan. All right, it goes to what I said earlier. There's a problem right now where the sorcerer is way overpowered and could use a little tuning back, and I think that the druid is way underpowered. They're also such different classes, so I don't know. Your 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 mileage may vary, but I had the exact same feeling as you, and I don't think that's a hundred percent why I didn't exactly enjoy the druid. I think it's just not my class, but but there's definitely the impression of of it being weaker in light of what the sorcerer is capable of doing. But then everything looks weaker than than the sorcerer at the moment. That will surely change uh, by the time this comes out, but. But yeah, I'm with you on the Sorcerer. The sorcerer is freaking fun, dude. Oh my gosh. Such a great class. I mean, I'm going to play them all, but... I'm starting Necro. Sorcerer after that. Probably, depending on what they do with the Druid, I may go that direction. I do like the weirder classes. I like the stuff where you're walking into a place and vomiting things on stuff. Like, I... I, <laughs> I love the Necro in 3. I love the Wizard in 3. And I loved... Um, uh, uh I can't think of his name all of a sudden. What's, what's wrong with me? Poison frogs. Poison frog guy. Uh, t- t- witch doctor. Those are always fun for me, and I find them to be the most creative and interesting rather than just somebody with a sword or an axe uh, or, you know, stabby, stabby, whatever. Like, that stuff's fine. But it's, it is it is the weirder... <laughs> classes. It's the classes you wouldn't want at Thanksgiving dinner with the rest of your family. Those are the ones I like. The ones I want to spend more time with. Which leads us to this. Scott, what do you think the Druid smells like? Thanks, Dustin. Well, Dustin, I think he reeks. I know mine did. So I made a big, hairy, bearded up, freaking nasty ass, muddy faced, looking scarred up Druid. It just looked like he'd seen some stuff, you know? Spends a week on, you know, nothing but like, Old fish. <laughs> That's all the guy eats is just fish, and then, and then spends his days turning into a wolf and digging through dumpsters. Just a nasty ass, hairy ass looking, looking gross druid. So yes, the answer is they one hundred percent stink, and they stink like fish uh, mushed with I don't know cabbage, a little bit of pig urine, maybe some rotting I don't know rotting fruit of some sort just a hint of like an an old brown banana that's your druid <laughs> it's totally him all right well there you go this ends season two of the diablo show and um I don't want you to freak out. I mean, here's the thing. Episodes will be a little spotty before June because there's not going to be a ton to discuss. In fact, my guess is Blizzard's going to go a little quiet on the details. That's what you do after a, after a successful beta. You go back to the to the desk you're chained to and you start making changes and you tweak it out and you do what you got to do and you get ready for this big deal. Hopefully not too much uh, crunch and too many people sleeping on floors and not getting paid for their work and all that. I hope, I hope Blizzard's... I really hope Blizzard's doing better in that department uh, than they have traditionally been used to, or that they, you know, or other developers tend to be, because that can be trouble. Do I expect this game to be delayed? No. A lot of people did. I do not. I think they are, they've got a chart somewhere that says, here are our milestones, and they're hitting them at the times they want to hit them. And I think that they would see it as a huge problem if they missed that release date. Now, if the thing's not, you know, Let's say the game is just busted. There's some kind of like errant code in there that's like a problem and nobody can track down what the problem is and, you know, whatever. Sure, there's always a a less than or a greater than zero chance of a game like this getting delayed, but I think they really don't want to do that and they're going to do all they can to make it so it doesn't. And I don't even think there was a beta without being that far along. In other words, I think this game is basically done. And it's really just a numbers tweak at this point, and some optimization. But for the most part, it's just buff this class, buff that class, you know, buff them rather than nerf them. This is the other thing I want them to carry over from three. They had a, they had a thing with three that I remember, uh, the head of the team talking about at the time. I forgot his name now. He left and went to Bonfire. Can't think of his name. Uh, but basically, he was quoted as, as saying. We, we they came to some sort of agreement where they're always worried about class balance, and traditionally that means nerfing something to better align with something that's that's weaker than it. But what I hope they do instead, like they did with three, is just buff everything. Just keep buffing. Buff. Go go in the upward direction. Don't make the player feel like they're getting weakened. If the wor- worst case is the player just feels like an alternating, uh, you know, a different class that they're not currently playing is stronger, it doesn't mean you're. It's not because you were dropped. It's because you just were there and you were already strong. You understand what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a psychology thing mostly. But yeah, I don't. I, I want them to, I want them to push up, not down. <laughs> anyway, the game will come out in June, but as a result, there will be less shows leading up to June. Um, There'd just be less to talk about. So they will be here and there, and they'll be part of the new season, season three. But I can tell you this: as we get close to the uh, launch date. And certainly during and after, expect constant coverage from the Diablo show. As what looks to be my easily favorite game of the year finally gets released. If you're trying to track down any details about the show or get the archives, go to frogpants.com/slash Diablo. The Diablo Show at gmail.com is an email address you can use. You can send texts like we got today and voicemail to 801 471 And uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm always talking about stuff over there at Scott Johnson. That's going to do it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.